0: Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Welcome to LifePoint. I'm Tom Doherty, and I am taking a month off of the radio. And so I'm going to have some guest speakers share. And today I'm having John Jameson share. John was a pastor in Washington, Oregon, California, and Alaska. And he's very musically gifted. And he's just a great man and loves the Lord. And he's going to share with you today. So thank you for being a part of LifePoint. Well, it's great to be with you today on LifePoint, and we're turning in our Bibles to John chapter 17, verse 1. John 17, verse 1. We're going to read to verse 13, so if you have your Bible or your Bible app handy, why don't you follow along with me from the Gospel of John, chapter 17, verse 1. Jesus spoke these words, lifted up his eyes to heaven, and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, that your Son also may glorify you, as you have given him authority over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as you have given him. And this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. I have glorified you on the earth. I have finished the work which you have given me to do. And now, O Father, glorify me together with yourself with the glory which I had with you before the world was. Now, we're going to be referring to the remainder of this chapter here in John chapter 17 as we go along. And I want to talk to you this morning about God's bucket list. Now that might be kind of strange to hear that, that God has a bucket list, but you know, just like you and me, God is a person. God has plans. God has things that he has focused on and planned ahead. And if I was to ask you what's on your bucket list, what would you say? Uh, That phrase, as many of you may know, became popular from the 2007 movie, The Bucket List. It was about two terminally ill men who escape from a cancer ward and head off on a road trip with a wish list of things they want to see and do before they die. You, like me, if you've been on social media many times, have seen an ad pop up that says something like, 10 places you want to visit before you die. Well, having a wish list and a planning to travel and experience long-held desires, I'm sure, are things we all hope for during our lifetimes. I'm the same way. I don't think those things are wrong in themselves. I believe God has hardwired us for adventure and to enjoy the amazing places that he's created in the world. But here in John chapter 17, I think we see what God's bucket list is. And it isn't to travel, it isn't to go places, it is a bucket list for you and for me. And here, our Lord Jesus in this chapter is praying for his wish list to come true for you and me. He's praying for the purpose that God has for your life and for my life. You see, God's plans for us cannot be confined only to this life. The Lord's will and purpose for us is really, quite literally, out of this world. The Lord has something so much greater for us to experience. And so let's just take a closer look these next few minutes and see what God's bucket list is for you and me. The first thing we see here is that his bucket list is to give us eternal life, and that's what we read in verse 2. That God wants to give us eternal life, and that's why he sent his son, Jesus, into this world. For God so loved the world that he gave us his only son, that whoever believes in him will never perish but have everlasting life. God's design for you and me from the very beginning of time was that we might live forever. Uh, There is, in fact, a very interesting scripture in Ecclesiastes 3, verse 11, that says that God has placed eternity in our hearts. And in order to experience that eternal life, we must turn away from our sins and receive Jesus so we can live forever with him in heaven. God came to give us eternal life. Another list, another item on God's bucket list is found in verse 3. It is for us to know him, to actually have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, his son. This is eternal life, he says in verse 3, that we may know him. Did you know that God can be known? When you and I put our trust in Jesus as our Savior and Lord, we can know him personally, intimately. And this, when that happens, this becomes our main passion and purpose. The Apostle Paul said in Philippians 3, verse 10, that I may know Christ and the power of his resurrection, the fellowship of his sufferings, that I might become like him. And so this is God's wish for us. This is God's desire for us. It's why we were created, was to know him. The third thing I see in this is found in verse 4, and it's what Jesus refers to about accomplishing the work that his father sent him to do. Jesus knew his work on earth was done. And at the time that this chapter details for us this high priestly prayer of Jesus for you and me, he was just uh, so close to giving his life on the cross. And he was about to suffer and die for our sins and then rejoin the Father in heaven. I wonder how many of us have things that we need to finish, how many projects we need to complete. Just this morning, my wife was asking me how things were going with a certain project outside. And I said, Well, as soon as it warms up, uh, I intend to get out there and work on it. You know, the amazing thing here is that we are God's project. And the reason we're still here is because He hasn't finished what He wants to do in us and through our lives. Paul said in Ephesians 2.10 that we are his workmanship. We are his project created in Christ to do good works. Do you know that right now the Holy Spirit is in every true believer in Christ, working to complete the work that God has started in us? When when we realize what God is up to, then we partner with him by yielding to his will and his wish list. I want to ask you a question that I was presented a number of years ago, and it's it's just a riveting question. And the question is, are you an earthly person having a temporary spiritual experience, or are you a spiritual person having a temporary earthly experience? That's a great question, isn't it? It's a question that we all need to answer, because really, it helps us to define what life is really all about. And that there is a life to come that is a forever life and that god is at work in his people to all true followers of jesus christ getting us ready preparing us spiritually for the life that we're going to live forever the fourth thing that i see here in this chapter is found in verse 11. let's read that now i am no longer in the world but these are in the world and i come to you holy father Keep through your name those whom you have given me, that they may be one as we are one. Look what the Lord is doing for us right now. He's keeping us. Jesus keeps us as we keep him. Isn't that an amazing thought? That reality is something that keeps me going every day as a follower of Jesus Christ. That Just to know that Jesus is, is preserving us. Jesus is keeping us. Jesus is protecting us as his people. And the Lord keeps us, and he's made reservations in heaven for every true believer in Jesus. That's the promise that we have in 1 Peter chapter 1, where Peter says that we have a living hope reserved in heaven for us. I hope you've made your reservations there by giving your heart, your life to Jesus Christ so that you too can experience the hope and the reality of living forever in heaven with him and every other believer. And so there's God's bucket list for you and me. There's certainly more that we can add to this, but we've seen that God's wish for us is to give us eternal life. It's his desire for us to know him and to finish his work in our lives that he has started and to keep us as we pursue eternal life why would the lord god almighty have a bucket list for us it makes us kind of scratch our heads perhaps and yet the answer is so simple but also so amazing because he loves you and me he created us for himself he has a purpose for our lives and he knows what's best for us and what will really make us content and fulfilled will you Today, ask Jesus to fulfill his prayer for you? Will you say yes to God's purpose and dreams for your life instead of chasing things that will not last? Will you today end the futility of trying to make yourself happy and fulfilled in this temporary earthly life? Will you resist what the world says is important and let God have complete control over your life? I can promise you that if you do, you will have lasting peace and unlimited joy that only Jesus can give. Join me as we close in prayer. Father God, thank you for this time together, and thank you for your word that shows to us what your heart is for every single one of us. Just to know that you have designed us, you've created us for yourself, to have a relationship with you, and that relationship is possible through Jesus Christ, who came and died and rose again, and is coming back again to receive all of those who are his own. Thank you for the hope and the promise of eternal life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, I hope that you'll join us next time for Life Point, and I'm going to be sharing about how to have an unshakable life. We're going to be talking about that portion of Scripture that Jesus gave us a parable in Luke chapter 6 about the two people who made, one made the right choice and one made the wrong choice about how to build their lives. And I think you'll really enjoy uh, this uh, message. I'm looking forward to having you join me then. And uh, in the meantime, may God bless you, and thanks for joining us today. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God.